0: Welcome back to the podcast Um I'm trying to figure out a best way to preference what I'm about to say here Because there is this TikTok going around It's this black dude in this car, he has a yellow hat on And basically, his overall message on his TikTok is basically Fuck everything and fuck everyone And I'm being nonchalant and not sharing my feelings with everything Well, sharing my feelings with everyone But I'm just like Do we need more of that shit in the world? Because people can't socialize anymore. People don't know how to talk anymore, realistically. So, do we need more nonchalant people like that in the world? Because... That doesn't fucking help. Like, I feel like everybody wants to be alone because it looks cool, but not understanding the effects that come with being alone. Because everyone screams, fuck everything and fuck everyone, But when you say that shit on Instagram or Twitter or any social media apps, to me it just screams that you're having an attitude about some shit or you think your friends are being fake but in reality they're not being fake. It's just that they have shit to do that can't involve you two hanging out. Like, there's this age group from, I'm going to say, 17 through 22. So 21. That age group where, like, you're, you're just finishing high school going into college if not not doing in college going into workforce but that's kind of that period in your life where you're kind of trying to figure yourself out as an adult and figure yourself out as job and getting an apartment and doing what you got to do to get on for life but there's so many people that just like i don't understand that so and i want my people to hang out with me every day like it were like we're still in high school but a lot of people can't do that shit And this age group don't understand that I mean I I was I am part of that age group Hell what the fuck am I talking about I understand the frustration of it But it's just like Do we need more of that shit Like I just I really, like, like really I just feel like people who post TikToks like that on their uh, pages Just are like you're having an attitude about some shit Or The people that go on about their family on TikTok It's just like I get it if your family is abusing the fuck out of you and you want support from uh, social media social media to, like, get help and shit. That's one thing. But a lot of people on there just are going to take your TikTok, repost it to their page, not give a fuck about you or ask if you're even okay, and try to take what you're saying and express it through their self, but not realizing that your situations may be entirely two different fucking things. It's just like everyone. When well I say everyone, majority of people have shitty parents. Like I said, some of these holidays. Like I think we need to update some of these fucking holidays. Like many things in this fucking country and hell throughout the fucking world need to be updated. And I think these holidays dedicated to parents or should be one of them. Because it's like the amount of shitty parents out there in the fucking world. is just like, yeah, let's change Mother's Day. Yeah, let's change Father's Day. Cause it's kind of like. Just because you had unprotected sex and had a kid, and you was forced to do your job because you kind of seemed like you was reluctantly to even do that job, it was. It's like you don't deserve a thank you from me. You know what I mean? It's like about to force you to be a parent. It's kind of like, do you deserve anything? Like. You tell me if I'm not good for fucking Christmas. If I'm not good through the whole year, I don't get anything for Christmas. So if you're not good as a fucking parent, why do, should you get anything for me for Mother's Day? You know what I mean? And if shit is tough, that's one thing. Or if shit. If, like, if you're going through shit, like, or, you know. Uh, lower. Lower class, you know. Poor. Poor and basically, and you can't pay bills and you're struggling and shit. I get it. It's just gonna become stressful. People are gonna act out and, you know, say shit that doesn't. This shouldn't be said. That's one thing, but like, you on TikTok, it's like everyone on that fucking app has abusive parents Or it's just like, either their dad walked down their fucking life, or their mom is beating their ass every fucking day of the week And it's a combination of both, and it's just like, I'm not disagreeing if you fucking are going through that thing and you want to express that But it's just like, everyone fucking acts like it's the fucking, it's like it's their fucking truth See, like, it's just like I look at how many people post these shit on social media, and I just go like, "Oh, what? so Does everyone have abusive parents all suddenly? Like, is this a trend now? Because I don't fucking get it. Like, when is the trend to be an abusive parent? Honestly, and and in this in just the way social media and shit and works and whatnot, it's like everyone blames everything on social media. It's like, oh, women are the way they are because of social media. Men are the way they are because of social media. It's like that is not the case." You can't blame everything on social media. Maybe this is just how we as people are being divided up. It's not, it's nothing to do with social media. And if you want to blame the media for it, then yeah, realize social media is the people, the not the famous, the non famous, and just downright crazy people all in one fucking app. But you can't keep saying it's social media when if someone has a good idea and a bunch of people want to copy said idea, that's how they're going to fucking act. It's only the dipshits that fucking do that sh- do that stuff people who have really no thought process of their own or have any identity of their own that follow some of the dumb stuff that some of these women and men say. If you really think about it. It's like, if someone's taking advice or following advice from someone like, I don't know, like Sweetie when she was with Quavo or The Game game when he was saying shit, um, if they're following that advice, you probably shouldn't be their friend or you probably shouldn't be dating them or whatever the case may be, and the same applies to, like, someone like Ari or someone like, I mean, Young Boys, it's like, if you're, if you're posting that shit constantly, it's like, what problems do you have with people overall that you feel the need to constantly keep saying, fuck everything and fuck everyone, because you don't like people, because, like I said earlier, 17 through 21 is just, I don't, I can't stand the fact that people aren't like we're not hanging out every five fucking minutes, and that I can accept the fact that people have this responsibility. It's kind of what that age group is, until so you until so you hit twenty two through like the rest of your fucking life, where it's like people have things to fucking do, and that you you maybe if you get with the right group of friends, maybe you can get into that uh, that lifestyle where you can just do where the fuck you want every fucking day. But till then, no, it's not what's gonna fucking happen. Uh, rolling Loud happened. Rolling Loud happened, which led to a bunch of shit going down. Lil Uzi had a good performance. The Playboy Cardi, I don't think he was at Rolling Loud, but I've seen his performance. I think he had in Chicago. That, yeah, it looks like he's had. He had that's the most fun he's had in a fucking while. So, congratulations to them too, and their fucking uh, fan bases for being fucking happy. I feel like Rolling Loud was just a bunch, a bunch of artists who just did songs that were already popular and shit. And it's got the whole crowd turn, which I expect. I'm not fucking denying that. It's like the amount of artists they have, of course, that's the songs they're going to play. But there's two people that I'm making rounds around the internet that need to be fucking discussed. Corey LaRae. She needs new management. New management. Like, what are we doing? This is the second time video of her has gone viral, or that has been talked around on uh, social media blog post, of just the crowd standing there and acting like they f- don't like her. And... I don't- I don't know how- What's funny to me, she got into Whirling Loud. That's what's funny about it. She got into that event. I didn't think she wouldn't- got into it, because it's like, what song should she fucking have that people would be like, yeah, let's get turned up to this shit. Like what song does she fucking have? Honestly, she's she went viral on TikTok, which is fine, but this isn't like actual. Uh, this is not like Lil, U- Lil Uzi songs, you know. This isn't um, this isn't songs like that. This is shit that like barely anyone fucking knows. Hell, some people can't even tell you a uh, Corey Ray song entirely, outside of Big Pur. Um. Honestly. I mean, what's funny is that I think she played a song and no one still didn't give a fuck, which was what's even funny about that shit. I th- I think she did that song and no one cared. So I was just like, the second time. So it was, you need new management because it's like, you either you need to start making better songs, which I can blame that on her too, and on top of, why are you signing up for these large-ass events where the competition you're going against is ten times better than you. Like, who, like, you had Uzi, you had the baby, you had, I think Megan was up there. Hell, wasn't Travis Scott in that shit, too? Jack Harlow, you had a bunch of people that you don't even stand a foot to. And you got into that event. I'm surprised you got into it. Congratulations, but I wouldn't took it. Cause it's like, you just you got publicly made fun of for no fucking reason no fucking reason, and I don't know what it is about the uh, hip hop the hip hip hop community. It's just like we need to constantly make berate and make fun of Coi Leray. I don't don't fucking get it. Yeah, she says wild shit time and time, but like Jack Harlow says wild shit. Hell, the baby said wild says wild shit. The city girls say wild shit. Everyone in that everyone as a rapper says wild shit. But it's like when Cory Ray says wild shit, it gets amped up to 10. Everyone, we need to constantly go on, on, on and on and on about it. Like she said, I will wipe the floor of anyone. That's, that was on that XXL uh, Freshman cover list. But I was just like, you got wiped by people that you did the freestyle with. Flo Millie wiped you. I think, who else would, Who she lined up with? It was Flo, Midi, Flo Millie, uh, I wanna say Ruby Rose is there. Was in the same one she, uh, where she was, and I think uh, I, f- I forgot what guy I, I don't I, I think I forgot what guy was there, but those two, let alone, had better bars and had a better freestyle than you. And if and because sh- I and then she put a video out of her like, she claims it's a freestyle, but you wrote it down, so it's not a freestyle. And everyone in the comment section said that it's like. A freestyle is off the dome, not you writing that shit down. That doesn't count. Put that shit over a beat and then make it a song. Other than that, it's not a freestyle. Try again. (laughs) So she was still fucking wrong. And I'm just sitting here, I'm just like, you need to find new management and you need to actually express how the fuck you feel. Because it's like, if you have all this shit pent up and you want to fucking say say it. That's what, that's how people like Polo G became popular i mean, young boy. Ride the wave. Ride the wave. I said ride the wave. Ride the wave. Become popular. These niggas have shit they want to get off their fucking chest. They put a beat over it, and tell them, and tell you a fucking story about what was happening in their fucking life. And if you want people to uh, realize that about you, you need to fucking do that. If if you're in if you're trying to make club songs, then make club songs. Eh? <laughs> Stop trying an appearance of you have some shit to say, but then. Every time you don't know how to, every time you run out of shit to say, right, you either start making noises or you start twerking. It don't, it don't work. It just, it seems, you seem weak, you don't, it seems like you don't even know why to fuck you up there. And it's just like, why, why are you here? Just, next, next, Like, come on. Then, after that shit fucking happened, second time she got fucking publicly embarrassed. I don't even know why. The baby and his quote unquote homophobia comments. Don't understand how I kind I somewhat understand how this shit is problematic, but I'm kinda confused on who's saying what. Okay. You have motherfuckers like Elton John, Madonna, Quest Quest Love is saying shit. These people are not even the community. These guys are legends on their own self. Made their fucking hits. But it's just like you're speaking on shit that doesn't really pertain to you. Or you seem like you you really should give a fuck about. Ellen John has a whole HIV... Foundation, but I even think I think foundation. This is like PETA. PETA always constantly commenting on something that involves animal. seven. They don't do that shit. Cause they'll that, be their fucking Twitter handle will be in every person's fucking uh post every time someone says did some shit towards an animal. But if cause like this is this is what's confusing about why people don't understand why he doesn't give a fuck. They don't know what they're mad about. This is like the Bill Burr, SNL, uh, monologue. And kind of in a way. But it, the difference is, like, he's saying shit to be, trying to be funny. And it wasn't funny, but he was trying to be funny. Or he was just like, put your fucking cell phone in there. That's all you had to do. Put your cell phone light in the fucking air. Fuck whatever he said. He was trying to get a reaction, trying to get the crowd to laugh, and do it. He failed, but whatever. The, whatever. Because... One line of it says this shit homo- is homophobic. another line of, another group of people are saying this shit is you're making fun of people who have HIV. And then another group of people is like, "Oh well, I don't like none of the shit you said I don't like you period. If you think about it, the baby had a target on his back for the fucking longest of time, so this is kind of real. This is kind of really adding fuel to the fire. Like, he already has a lot of people not like him, but the people that don't like him was never fans of him in the first fucking place, or I would think ever be fans of him in the first fucking place. And that's what's weird about it. So you can't, like, how are you mad about someone you didn't like in the first fucking place? And they're trying to say, that well, we're holding him accountable. Accountable what? Exactly. The fact that he said what he said? Because he said it, like, what, a few days ago? you got This is like day three or four, and you're still mad about it. So it kind of says a lot about More or less about you Than it does him Cause it's like He always said it And The only thing I, I, I'm i seeing people do Is just keep saying stuff So you guys don't uh, collab with him Cause he's lost a bunch of endorsements But At the end of the day You don't understand His fan base doesn't Give a fuck So he didn't lose His music career I, I see people saying that shit Since Elton John said something Well Elton John said something So his music career Is really over now It's like no it's not no fuck it's not. The thing about being a, a content creator or, or an artist of of whatever the fuck you do is that the people fire you, not people that don't like you in the first fucking place. That's who doesn't fire you. So until everyone stops fucking with you, that's when you lose some shit. Like I would say someone like you have to do. I wouldn't even say someone like six nine because six nine haven't lost shit yet. I mean people are saying he's flopping, but he never flopped. Because the shit he was doing that, everyone else was doing in the first fucking place anyways. From the buying views, from the uh, merch plus the uh, album sales, all that shit. It's just like, how can you really say he's doing anything fucking wrong? But back to, he's not going to lose his fucking career. He's not fucking, this is not holding him accountable. This is just dragging shit out because you have nothing else to fucking do or nothing else to be pissed off about. And that's kind of what's funny about... That's kind of what's funny about post-pandemic everything, if you if you want to say we're still in pandemic, I guess, is that everyone is like, it's like ever since the pandemic happened, ever since then, it's like when a celebrity does something fucked up or says something fucked up, right? If it's something like uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that's make that'll make sense. I see why everyone will fucking lose their shit. Not, we're not fucking with him, or yada yada, lose all his endorsements, and everyone, yeah, that makes sense. Or like a Bill Cosby, for example. You know, there's those crimes are involved, but you see the level of the explosiveness from Twitter and the internet as a whole. But when it comes to comments, you realize most of these people that make comments just stay quiet, let it blow over, and they continue their career. Doja Cat. She had racist comments. I think uh, last year, everyone fucking forgot about it, and she was fucking doing concerts for the YouTube fights and whatnot. The YouTube fights that went on. Who else is an example? Uh, Meek Mill when everyone's clowning him. Even though he didn't say anything controversial and made the internet mad at him, but he was being when the whole Drake beef was going on. He was being clowned and still had still doing concerts. You know. People making fun of him don't really change shit, but still. Being made fun of versus, I guess, people getting mad is two different things. But, that's the that's the overall issue with most of this shit. It's just like, everyone gets pissy and stays pissy for the entire fucking time. It's like, it has to drag out for a whole fucking week. Then, everyone's saying he gave out some half ass uh, apology. He didn't, he never apologized for anything. When, when has he ever apologized for anything? And the only thing I think the only time I can think of he apologizing for shit was the JoJo Siwa shit that happened on Twitter where everyone would think he did say her name. In reality, she wasn't he wasn't dissing her. Everyone thought he was. But he, he wasn't. So alright, that pink target on his back by every fucking body. Right then and there. So was this inevitable? Yeah. But the groups of people that's pissed off at him about this current rolling Loud situation, it's like, what is it exactly do you fucking want uh, from him? Do you want the apology or do you not? Because if he says an apology, you're still gonna deem it being half-assed or he still doesn't give a fuck. Because here's the thing about HIV and AIDS is that when it came out in the late 70s and 80s, or 70s and 80s, basically, they blamed it on the fucking gays at first thing. Then they realized women was getting this shit, and then they also realized kids were being born with this shit. So, I get have your foundations, find treatment, do all this extra shit, but... I don't see him as, I don't see this as him being ignorant, because I think anyone clearly knows that you don't die from HIV and AIDS in two to three weeks, unless your case is just that fucking bad, but you don't die from that shit, and everyone's trying to pull all these facts out, so it's just like, it confuses who's really pissed off here, who's really mad, because apologizing in 2021 doesn't mean shit. It's just everyone is going to keep piling on until companies stop fucking with you, basically. And what's funny is that when is that shit going to switch? When is it going to be companies realize that... Um... We see that you have a bunch of problems and people don't really care. But... uh. We don't give a fuck and we're still going to give you this endorsement, but we're just going to prolong it. We're not, we're just going to prolong it, though. Like, we're not going to release it immediately like we would do with any other clap. We're just going to make it, it's going to come out next year. Or two, three years down the line. Or a few months from now. Like, when is that shit going to happen? Because, like, hell, I'm when going these companies are doing that shit now. Because when rappers or rappers or anyone famous put their name on any fucking thing, no one fucking wants it. I mean, collaborations that Fashion Nova done, and people bought that shit, and it was a hit. All of them were garbage. How I many collaborations have Nike done with other companies, and it was a hit? All of them were garbage. The only one that maybe sticks out the most was, like, fucking uh, Travis Scott. Outside of that, all of them, no. Not even close. Collaborations between... Like, the only time that shit ever works is when it's a... It's a signature athlete shoe. That's the only time that shit ever fucking works, but collaborations between clothing brands and, like, just uh, casual uh, apparel and shit, it's like, that shit never fucking works. You can't attach your name to, you can't, you can't attach your name to shit and then expect people to buy it. Like, Rihanna, for example. The fucking, uh, I, didn't they shut her, didn't they shut her brand down? They shut that shit down, didn't they? Or the whole Puma deal. When she was with Puma before they guys start back up, really, with the whole Puma sways and all the shoes she was releasing, it's like, they f- stop that shit there. It's like, you can't attach your name and most shit because if the public doesn't know who's funding it, the public won't give a fuck and they'll buy it regardless. But if they know who's funding it and who's, like, who's collaborating with it, they will... They won't buy it because the haters won't... The people who hate that person won't buy it or he's like, ah, since I know it's attached to it, I don't really want to have anything to do with it. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, things that Rihanna and Jay-Z and all these other famous celebrities own that people didn't know, know that they didn't know that they're, they they're basically attached to it and that's their own brand. It's, like, completely opposite. But, you know, I, I know it's all topic, but, like, like I said, it's like the group divides down to people who saying shit's homophobic and some people saying it's, uh, That's, um, it's, I guess, making fun of people with HIV and it's trying to basically paint them in a bad light. But I'm just like, if that's the fucking case, then don't you think most people shouldn't even... One, rolling out shouldn't even happen because of COVID. But even two, uh, if you feel that way, you should be upset. And then there's just the other people who are just along with the ride. That already don't like the baby for whatever fucking reason and it's just there just to keep piling on. That's, that's what's weird about Twitter and in all in social media as a whole. And this whole, I guess, quote-unquote cancel culture. Because you're not holding anyone accountable. Because how exactly do you hold someone accountable for what the fuck they did? You know what I mean? It's like, what, do you apologize to a fucking person? No, you just move on from the shit. That's why I hate when people say, you need to take accountability for the shit you do. It's like, what does exactly taking accountability really actually mean? It's so like, what, apologizing? Because apologizing doesn't really mean shit to anyone nowadays, at all, does it? Because when celebrity, like, I guess, before, years years ago, don't they, what did celebrities used to do when they get in trouble with some shit? Donate to charity and fucking everyone drops it. Like, hell, I remember when Nine tried to donate to charity and they rejected that shit. I don't know that was a fake story, but I I was just like, dying. he's like, bro, he's giving you, I think, what? Half a million or 250, uh... Half a million or quarter of a million dollars, and you guys are like, nah, we're not taking that money because we don't nothing to do with you. This is when he first snitched. And this is a charity it's for helping the kids. For helping kids. That's what's funny about the shit. He's like, he snitched, and you're like, well... We're still not gonna help him. <laughs> like, like, we still don't want your fucking money. It's like, really? Honestly, that that's how, that's how you feel? That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And, I don't know, it's just, the baby shit's stupid. It's like, it really is, like, Rolling Loud, I don't know if it's a success, or it was a fucking hit, shit, let me, let me fucking find out what people think of Rolling wild cause, hell, I'm surprised that shit happened, with all the COVID, COVID and everything going on, with all the people surrounded by each other, cause it's like, it seems like, what's funny about the whole COVID and whatnot, is like, we got the vaccines it's been what six months since the vaccines been out basically vaccines been out since what january so everyone's getting the ship but you have to but states are offering people things like you got to be offered like a joint to get the get it I think new york is now doing a uh, hundred dollars to get the vaccine because people are not getting it because you lied to them about coronavirus in the first fucking place hell There's still people that believe coronavirus isn't real. And if you got that group of people, you know you done fucked up. Like, really, you really know you fucked up when there's a group of people that's like, Yeah, this shit doesn't exist. But I think ever since people see people dying from this shit, they fucked up that count, too, because the death count could be fucking anything. Because if you die, basically, between from when it got announced to, like, now, basically, um, if you die between that point in time, your your death is kind of a, a COVID death. That's why it's so confusing. It's like so wait wait, <laughs> wait 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 wait. We all get the vaccine, but COVID count covet death counts and COVID cases are still going up though. You Don't you think that should be kind of slowing down or not jumping? It's like the numbers still jumping because. Anyone that dies basically gets counted as a COVID death. So it's just like, all right, so let's recount it. But they're not going to. And it's kind of fucking obvious. It's like every time someone dies, they all recount it as a COVID death. It's like, it's not a fucking COVID death. He just died from a motorcycle accident or a car accident or a murder. Whatever the fucking case may be. Whatever the fucking case may be. And all these states are offering people shit, but it's just like, it's still not going to convince people to do it. Like, here in Ohio, they convinced everyone to, like, all right, if you take the vaccine, you will get entered into a million-dollar lottery. Yeah, because, you know, the state of Ohio, one person's going to win a uh, million dollars. And we're just not going to, you know, your shit's not going to get doxed, and everything. And uh, your shit's not going to get doxxed and everything. And everyone's, like, going to find you and try to basically hurt you for that million dollars. Or you got that group of people that's calling, insulting everyone that gets that vaccine, because they believe there's chips and shit inside of it. That group, the conspiracy theories. It's like you believe, you believe, the guy that got cheated on his wife, and won't stop. And the reason why him and his wife are getting divorced because he wouldn't stop being friends with Jeffrey Epstein. You believe that guy, Bill Gates. You believe him. I think he's smart enough to put a chip inside of a um, vaccine. Keep in mind that how would a chip even work inside your body for all that shit going on inside of your body. You know, the blood moving places and constant flow of blood, constant flow of blood cells and all the shit going on. You think that shit's going to work? I don't think so. I don't fucking think so. And then people to blame on 5G towers. 5G has nothing to do with COVID. I, I still t- they don't understand how they got to that assumption. It's like, yeah, 5G is the reason why this sh- shit happened. It's like, no the fuck it isn't. How the fuck did you get there? How did you get there? How the fuck did you get there? And some of the shit goes on. With all the shit that's going on with COVID, too. It's like, all the people getting, uh, people getting evicted and shit. It's like, do you think this shit's going to work? This is what COVID, this is what COVID, and this is the thing about New York, too. And all this, the COVID, all this COVID shit's going on. It's like, you did all this lying in the beginning, and you're trying to sweeten the deal, and you you fail to realize people are not about to, as spectacle and as stressed out people are about this fucking virus and all the shit's going on through it, and all the effects of it, you think you can just say, oh, we'll give you $100, or we'll give you a joint to take this vaccine, when you don't realize that's not how shit works at all? You have to... You have to gain people's trust back. But the American government has fucked up so many times... It, it led to this point for a fucking reason. Same thing for New York. It's like every person is not fucking New York anymore. Because New York has so many fucking problems... And you're... Has so many fucking problems... And here we are now. Everything's expensive as shit in New York. People only go to New York for their career, for their acting or... Try to get a comedy, comedy careers. And if it fails, they just take the L and go back home. But they're probably not going to take that fucking L, then they're going to take that L and then try to figure out their life afterwards. But it's just like New York's where it's at after all the f- shitty financial decisions that happened there and all the things that went on. It's like most things. It's like you can't keep lying for it. It's like I don't understand how in life you're taught that. If you keep lying, you're sooner to like caught up with one of your lies. But if you, or if you keep making any shitty, shitty decisions, one of your decisions is gonna bite you in a, bite you in your ass. This is like we you get taught that shit at young ages, but it's somehow everything that's popular keeps doing that shit. shit. California does the same fucking thing. Makes shitty decisions and then have the people pay for it. It's like you're getting fucked over constantly. It's like yeah, new person comes through, makes she decisions, and we And you just have to take it on the chin because there's nothing you can really fucking do about it. It's like even with the whole uh, Trump election and whatnot. It's like the one thing you constantly hear is that Trump lied about the fucking virus. Was like did he really lie? Because if he just told if he told you guys outright, seriously, you you you're not gonna you're gonna blame on him regardless. So it's just like I get what he's trying to do, but it's just like he still takes the blame regardless. Who the fuck is not gonna blame him for it? and it's just all this shit is going on it it just shows you that like no one knows what the fuck they're doing anymore government does not fix this fucking issue Biden's making decisions that shouldn't be made and we're just like we have to all make sense of this shit figure this shit out to the point where they're like okay June was when the whole you have to pay rent thing still goes on if you're capable of capable capable of to basically Right now, they're extending it to basically tomorrow, which is kind of funny. <laughs> they extend that shit to tomorrow where the whole no eviction shit is happening. So, basically, after tomorrow, we're gonna see what goes down. We're gonna see who, what group of people are about to get pissy, pissed off the most. Is it gonna be people that own, don't own a property and like make money off of being owning properties, or is it gonna be landlords and shit? It's gonna be tense as I get pissed off. Like that's what tomorrow's gonna be. It's just like, choose your side. Tense? Are you uh, a homeowner or an apartment owner, whatever the case may be, or are you a landlord? That's 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 your, that's the fighting. That's the fights you have to pick. So pick your poison. And then I'm gonna get out, I'm gonna get off this fucking topic because I can go on all day about this shit and just trying to trying to make sense of all this shit because none of it really make any fucking sense. I just feel like, imagine if your friend, like, this is a new topic, really not even a topic, just a fucking thought I had. With all the diss tracks and shit that, ha- that happens in, in music history, right? What if your friend get dissed and like, we smoking on uh, smoking on your f- uh, friend pack or whatever the case may be, right? Your friend get dissed, and it's a shitty song. How the fuck are you supposed to feel? <laughs> like, how you supposed to feel about that shit? Hey, like... Or... Like, whoever is dissing you, they diss you to, like, an artist you already don't like, right? And they diss it to, like, their beat. <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to feel about that shit? Because, personally, in my opinion... If the song's terrible and you're dissing my friend the same fucking time, most people would be like, "Yeah, you gotta have a slow death. You can't get gunshots and like get an easy, quick death. Nah, you gotta you gotta take a slow death. Cause like you already disrespected him, but then you choose, then you can't make a song either. Like basically, what I'm saying, what if you get dissed by like someone like a, a little pump or like a she SoundCloud artist? That's basically what my question is." To people. It's like, terrible song, and they're making talking so much shit about your fucking friend. What the fuck are you supposed to do? Because I feel like when most gang members and people that die and shit, that was in the streets and shit, I feel like when they die, they're just screaming like, Hey, why don't you go kill the people that killed me so I can be at peace, you know? So everyone can be at peace. Because it's like... I feel like, okay, after this shit, um... Quando Ronald did. After the shit 6 9 did. You would think people would be tripping, but I guess fucking not. I guess some people are just like, alright, well since that shit didn't happen to me, I don't really give a fuck, but you know, fuck him though. That's kind of what it seems like to me. It's just like, even all that shit. The reason I didn't bring that shit, the reason I bring him 6 9 ine because he snitched and got a bunch of people put in jail for most damn real life. But I'm just like, yeah, but his reasons make more sense though. 'Cause it's like when you listen to the people who talk about Six Nine or you listen to the people about the King Vaughn situation, it's like with the Six Nine situation, there's a group of people who are like, I understand why he snitched, because of the shit he was doing towards his fucking family. Oh man, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this point in here real quickly. Six nine situation. His baby mom is a dumbass. How you how you fuck up that badly? All you had to do was keep your legs closed, and not say shit, and then your whole life was gonna be taken care of. How you fuck up that badly? Like, this this ain't the Brexel Club, but don't give your year has to go to that bitch. How you fuck up that badly? I, how you fuck up that fucking badly? But... There's a group of people who, who, like, points out his actions, and you realize the people who are always on 6ix9ine talking about, nah, I don't fucking understand, he shouldn't snitch, street politics, all that shit. Yeah, alright, cool, but, uh, yo, he snitched for a reason. It, of course he's gonna do time, that wasn't, that wasn't out of the table. The fact he got out on, ad, uh, for his, uh, asthma, that was just luck, to be honest. I don't think that wasn't... Pl- that wasn't planned. The way he did... The fact he got out, that wasn't planned. Not at all. You can stand and tell me the fact that he got out because of his asthma when the COVID was going down. That shit was just... He planned that shit. Or he knew what he was doing. That's what some, the people that that's on the other side of the fence that hate him for snitching... That's what they're acting like. That, that all that was planned down. No, he got out unintentionally. I, I don't think... I think if COVID never fucking happened, he would still be in jail right now. But since he fucking gave the police what they fucking wanted... The names and everything, yeah, of course. What the fuck you niggas gonna happen? So, and the thing is that no one really fucking cares, because if everyone keeps everyone keeps saying that Six Nine is doing all the shitty things, but it's just like yeah, he's doing shitty things, but no one's gonna fucking uh go after him. And the funny thing is that if you look at him now, he's kind of accepted that he, if he dies, he dies. He, if he dies, he fucking dies. Even Quando Rondo too And that whole uh, bullshit that went down Lil Tim I'm pretty sure if we ever see fucking uh, His face ever again Or Quando himself Quando I don't know what he tried to fucking explain He kept saying some shit about God And how I don't even really fucking know I'm just gonna I I really don't fucking know But Same with Quando Rondo If he fucking doesn't it's like Quanaharana is like, if he, he pretty much accepted that if he gets hurt, I'm pretty sure if he's pretty accepted that if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. But mo- these two are just kind of self defense mode. I don't think we're going to see these two ever do some shit that's like, we're going, like, we're, we're out to go get, we're going to go do some shit that we know we're going to get everyone fucked up. You know, look how 6 Nine moves now. Nothing but straight suburbans and moving carefully. Hell, he ain't making the many videos he's making like he used to make. Even with Kondo Rondo, it's like he can't even do shows because of the Kane Vaughn situation. Because every club promoter knows that that could lead to some shit. And are they right for doing that shit? Yeah, they are fucking right. Because... And what's weird about the hip-hop community is that we always constantly celebrate people... like. Ooh, let me be careful with this shit. Can we fucking agree that King Von, Tupac, and X, um, XXX was all hotheads that had angry issues and that child bullhead, bull, so like, rammed, rammed their head into situations and then paid the price for their hotheadness if that makes sense X XX but the thing but the reason why I say XX uh, his situation is weird is because he didn't die like how King Vaughn King Vaughn or Tupac died he didn't die like that the reason I throw him in his list is because say he was still alive he would've got cancelled oh he would've got cancelled but his fan base wouldn't give a fuck it'd be the same thing like the, the baby situation it's like would people give a fuck realistically if he was still alive, do you think? Don't you think all those reports of all the shit he did t- towards women and all that shit? Do you think that shit would have an effect on his career? Because when he died, everyone kept saying that he he touched so many people, like he like how Juice World did. Because most of his fans was depressed teenagers. I am not trying to make fun of his fan base or depressed people. You know that are going through issues, and he either rage music or needs someone to make music to feel good about. Making music, talking about the issues, or can relate to the issues that uh, X talks about in the songs, right? And the fucking thing was is that he was a hothead head at the same time, though. I mean, for, and my question becomes is even if X still lives, don't you think his career would get brought down, or do you think, or don't you think that with the shit he was doing, don't you think he would got killed, regardless? Because the way X moved, he was moving a little reckless too. Vaughn move a crew, Tupac move a crew too, but it's like, I, I don't remember X moving a crew, like, I think he just moved by himself, like, he was a J. Cole, you know, I do whatever the fuck I want to do, I just go any place I want to go, he doesn't need protection, I'll get security if I need security, type deal, right? Don't you think X would have died by now? Well, no, not nah, he would die by now, but more or less, his career been over, basically by how everyone brought old shit back up, and his fanbase base going in hard for him. Because even if you look at his, I guess, foundation now, or what you want to call that, his family now, it's like, they're arguing over money, they're arguing over every fucking thing. King Von, King Von, Asian the brats acting like she's Queen Von, but she was an ex, and hell, there's a fight over who's baby Sue. Who. So all the shit that King Von was doing, when uh, all the shit he was doing, all the cheating and shit he's doing, is now coming up to the surface. Nah, I can't even say much about Tupac because he died a while ago, so I'm pretty sure where the fuck his foundation or his uh, entourage or age family or what the fuck you want to call it, or the fuck they're doing, they're just doing it. But it's just like, if you look at all these situations, aren't these three guys would pretty much died one way or another, honestly? I'm not saying that they should die. Don't get that confused. I'm not saying these guys should die. What I'm saying is... Don't you think their actions would either got them killed at some point in time, though? Can like, can, can we agree on that shit? Because cause you can throw more names in there if you really wanted to, honestly. Juice World is a different story. I don't even... With Juice World, I never really realized how much Juice World really was. But even with Juice World, I, I say the same thing. It's just like... wouldn't, hey, well, the way he died to me was just like, when I heard about drug problems and shit he had going on, I was like, it's a 50-50 chance. I don't think he should've died. Let me make that very clear. I don't think he should've died anyway. I don't think anyone should die, especially by overdose. Especially The problems we have going on with fake drugs and, especially here in Ohio, it's like, it's a 50-50 chance. Does his, I guess, friends and people around him, do they get Juice Girl to go to rehab? That's the question we ask. And if he was to just take the L and take how I many every years he would gotten if the uh, feds found all the pills and shit. Because what's funny is that, I think they reveal it later, is that that shit wasn't his. All that weed and shit they had at the bottom of their plane and shit, that private jet and whatnot, it wasn't even his. Or... It wasn't tied to them, I guess, in a way. So, he would have gotten no time for that. But let's just say how he was. Because I guess he didn't know that. If he never swallowed all them pills, if he never did none of that shit, would he go to rehab? And, and, don't, and don't, uh, don't instinctively say yes because you you want the fairy tale ending. Does he go to rehab, though? Because once he died, we found out everything that went, went down. What was really going on, fam? Yeah. He had a problem to the point where his, uh, I don't know, if, I can't say it was his agent or I think one of his friends was basically I think switching up how much, trying to put a, a control limit on how much drugs he does a day or how many pills he take a day. And um, heard, I don't know the exact number of it, but when he died, I, I, I kind of didn't, I see why it meant a lot because like I said, he was in the same category as X is that he had a fan base of people that really needed someone like that. That was in the uh, hip hop game. It's unfortunate he fucking died, but it's just like, does he go to rehab or does he stay a mess forever and his career spins out of control due to a uh, drug addiction? You know what I mean? And that's if you make the argument he already had one through his whole drug addiction. Because Juice World, I didn't really, th- I didn't really think much of him, but he was a really good rapper. I think honestly. You could, it- I wouldn't be surprised if, if he has a bunch of freestyles. Like, it's a bunch of them just laying around. I wouldn't be surprised if his group of uh, his group just drops a whole album of a bunch of uh, freestyles and shit. Or if we get an album out of anytime fucking soon. And here's my thing, too, with dead people. Is that... When dead people die, it's like... I feel like you should get one album. That's it. One fucking album. You don't get to drop three or four or five, six, seven albums out there death. Like, because even Pop Smoke, I'm kind of having a problem with that, too. Is it's just like, all right, we get it. He's fucking dead. You, you can't keep making money off of a dead person's name. It's not it's not right or morally okay. But music companies don't give a fuck. Music companies are soulless people. Soulless, soul-less ent- uh, entities. That's why I can't support people who try to fucking simp for fucking companies or try to... You know, ride or die for companies Or act like companies that are their fucking friends when they're, when they're fucking not Their best interest as a company is to make the most money And be the cleanest company as they fucking can It's like, for all the shit Nike does People still buy Nike for all the shit that, um Uh, fuck That Rock Nation does uh, Yeah, Rock Nation does As far as their music, music talent and shit They, like with Jay-Z and all that shit All the shit they do Nip, um, taking artists from other groups, like take the Megan Thee Stallion situation with ten, uh, 10 fourteen or ten forty, whatever that group was, uh, she was signed with originally, right? She Meg, Megan ends up meeting with Jay Z. They fucking like hit it off and whatnot, and basically Jay Z convinces Meg Megan to come over to Roc Nation because of uh, pointing out the flaws in her contract. Or a contract, I think ten four. Was 1040. it a ten fourteen or ten forty? I don't know. You can, you know you can look the name up, Google it for yourself. But to the point where an executive comes out and basically points out that this is what Jay Z does. At the same time, though, business is business. There ain't no fucking. Ain't no fucking friends in this shit. And that's why I can't respect people who try to send for companies or be friends with companies because they're not your fucking friends. It'll get rid of you or. Do not do nothing for you. It's like, the same goes for even if, even if you say, well, that's famous people. How does that relate to me? Like, I already know companies don't give a fuck about you. Oh, right, yeah, look at employees. Or managers. Especially managers. I don't understand what managers Like, are those, those ride-or-die managers for a fucking company? You know, the ones that are hard-ass. Like them. It's like, you know the company don't give a fuck about you, right? It's like, especially nowadays... Companies will get rid of a manager before they get rid of that employee. For like, if like, let's say a company has a union, right? I can't think of too many companies that have a union outside of, the Kroger's has one. But I'm taking Kroger as like, shit, a amount of the things that like, the Kroger Reddit goes on about is kinda of fucking hilarious. But, I'm taking Kroger for example, right? They get rid of managers, they'll get rid of a fucking manager quickly, or a lead position quickly. Supervi- supervisor on all, all the way up. They'll get rid of them quickly if shit starts going crazy out in the fucking store. Because someone's not doing their fucking job. Or they can't see eye to eye. Or whatever the main case may be. So I, I can't understand why managers want to be hard asses for so, so fucking much. Because at the end of the day, it's their fucking job, yes. But it's like, to wait to get to people nowadays, it's like the worker has more power than you. Your power as a manager is only temporary in the fucking store. But if a worker decides to fuck your life up, they can fuck your life up, because since workers still get treated like shit nowadays, you would think a lot more people would be nicer to your employees, but they're fucking not, I don't, I don't fucking get it. This is like, what's weird about today's, I don't want to say generation, but the gap between eight, I think, it's not a generational thing. I think the thing with people nowadays is this thing called fucking ego. It's just like, yeah, all these people get into these man- management management positions, and then they try to throw their power around, but it's like, you was just the people you was managing at one point in time. You know? You was just one of them. So why are you treating these people that you just was one of them at one point in time? Shitty. They're supervisors. You know? I never understood I inst- the concept of a supervisor or how that job title really makes any fucking sense. I get managers, I get assistant managers, I get the top manager, I get that shit. All that shit makes sense. But I don't understand supervisors. Like if there's if there's a job position that probably shouldn't exist, it would be them. I think they're first cross off the fucking list. Because it's like what do we really need you for? It's like you're the like Managers cover a host store, supervisors cover a certain area or a certain apartment, more or less. But you get paid that much because if someone's not f- doing their job, it, they go to them. But then again, if if the group of people are not doing their fucking job, they go to the supervisor. And if there's some big problem going on between supervisors, why is there a supervisor, you know? You'll think of all this shit that is out, about, out there about being good with, you know, your health or whatever the case may be fucking be, you think managers wouldn't just be trying to pick off employees just left left like that, because it's is like everyone tries to treat their jobs as, trying to treat minimum wage jobs as if it's a fucking factory, especially awesome. tell whatever high schooler you know, you know, graduate season's way fucking over, but don't fall for those fucking factory job postings that you see at your fucking sto- uh, school. You see some shit that says 17 hour, and you need to immediately think that you're coming out of high school, are they honestly going to pay you that fucking much? Because I'm having people to be like, yeah, I work for a factory. How much you make? 14, 15 an hour? How much do you think they're going to pay you? They said they're going to start me out at fucking uh, 20 an hour. Get the fuck out of here. You have no value. Why the fuck would they pay you that much? And then... To get up there to 20 an hour, how much, do, how many years do you think you have to work there just to get that pay? That's what the question fucking becomes in for you. It's just like, do you think you're getting that pay? And how much and how long are you willing to stay in a fucking company for? As what a lot of people, that's a lot of people I don't really think about because it's just like, there's a lot of people think about. And what's sad is that. Insurance don't really mean shit Because if it did I don't think people would be staying at minimum wage jobs For fucking forever Now granted If you're in those situations Where you kind of have to stay at a job fucking forever Then you know Shit happens But it's just like I feel like most people Are at minimum wage jobs Or don't really try to go Out and go get their career and shit Is because They don't want to pay for insurance Or they want a job that gives them benefits You know even though they constantly sell people on the idea of, oh, you're going to get benefits from this job. When I think in reality, you really fucking don't. Because insurance is already a fucking problem, as what well. it is. That could be whatever the fuck it could be. Medical insurance, medical insurance. It doesn't matter what kind of insurance it is. I just feel like it's all bullshit one way or another. Because insurance companies, it's like, if you're paying insurance, buy off yourself out of your fucking pocket. Say you let's say car insurance for example. You fuck up your car. How many, f- how many fucked up insurance stories have you heard about like cars and shit? Or how many fucked up insurance uh, insurance stories have you heard about like medical insurance and shit? You know? And it's like you, like if like if you have to sue, if like this is what I don't understand in the U.S. If you have to sue, if sh- insurance companies have to go sue people. Like insurance companies are being sued by cus- customers of their fucking insurance company, right? Customers are suing insurance companies, right? Just so they can get a company to pay all this, all this, like, the whole sum of whatever injury or whatever the, fuck the case may be. I'm kind of at the point where it's like, yeah, don't you think you need to write a law or change that one way or another? Because not every car accident is every, is, is a person's fault. Like, you can't constantly blame an insurance company. You can't constantly blame the customer for why they got in a car accident. Or a fender bender, right? Because insurance company, they'll they'll be quick to pay a a, a a fender bender. They'll be quick to pay that shit because it's cheap, depending on how big the accident is. Probably buff, be buff it out, whatever the case may be, right? But say the damage of your car gets to like the um, the frame or like electrical electric shit, electrical wiring or some shit, right? Say that happens, right? The uh, the price of it. The, the price of it goes fucking up, right? And then they got hit you with the rental, so then you got that piece of shit rental car. Or it's a car that you will never buy in your fucking life, but since you drive... It's nice as fuck, but you know you'll never drive it. You know? That shit. Because, you know, what's crazy, I would think cars from, like, the early 90s or 90s entirely, or, like, early 2000s, you would think cars just pretty much stopped there, and cars just from pretty much that era would pretty much be now. I mean by taking out all the, um, all of the Bluetooth, all the extra shit in there. You know, like because reality, how many people actually use the center dashboard, the, like center console in their car? Like when the whole don't text and drive or don't be on your phone while driving. Outside of that shit. What else do you really need that, that, uh, console, that, the dashboard to really do? Because it's complicated as fuck. Every driver that owns one of those, it's complicated as hell. Or the GPS, that's about it. The GPS calling and maybe controlling the settings for, like, air and heat, or AC and heat in your car. That's it. But even then, it's just like, is that, is that a viable reason? Because like really think about it, if you experience if you own a vehicle, but then again, outside of a GPS, that's probably the only reason. But then again, how much does it really cost to go buy one of those, like one of those clips that you can put in, that can clip onto when your uh, vents, when you're on your vents in your, in your car, and then put your phone in the hole and like in one in a thing that's, that's gonna hold your phone up. And just look at your phone every glance at your phone every once in a while to see where you're going. Outside of that shit. That's a whole I'm gonna i talking about cars. But like back to insurance. Even over insurance and shit, it's just like We you have to sue like that's why a lot of you are taking so many the jobs are taking. It's like they're not taking so many because they want to. Because they have to because they got a, dealt a shitty a shitty set of cards with their health. So, here they are now. And I, I kind of, the one thing I do appreciate about social media is that how much they preach about physical health. I said physical. Motherfuckers, I didn't say mental. Because mental health, I think it's a different story. Mental health to me, the mental health thing to me is, is kind of weird. Because I, I'm kind of on both sides. I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck in the middle. It's like I understand why people are putting it out there. But all at the same time, I'm kind of like, no, we don't need all this shit out there. You know? Like, when athletes talk about mental health, like, with, uh, with um, what is her name? I don't, I, Simon, not Simon, S- S- no, we the gymnast, the, the gymnast that won, like, 19 gold medals, I one is, Biles, that's her name. I, I can't think of, I don't want to fuck up her first name. Biles. Her, Simon Biles, Simon Biles, that's not her fucking Simon, Simon, whatever the fuck her name is. Her. But, um, right? She pulled, out of, she pulled out of the Olympics. Now, at first, I was kind of confused, like, why? And then she explained that she has twisties, which is a, uh, It's not a disease, but it's like... I don't want to say disease, but it's like a, a health condition that, like, she wouldn't know where she's at in the air. So... And she's had it before. And it takes, it takes a while for, you know, to kind of get back in sync with it. But what, what made it fucked up was that... You look at the comment section to Lottie's post, right? Everyone kept saying, Well, wouldn't she just talk and shit about saying she's the greatest of all time? It's like is that argument even valid considering in fact she's nineteen motherfucking gold medals for the Olympics? And I think the whole stress and saying was stressful and was pressure and shit. I think that if she never said that shit and just said that I have this I have twisties and that's why it didn't perform, that's why I'm pulling out an Olympics as a whole. I think we should have said that in the beginning. I think she'd have been fine. But people is like, oh, well, no, it's a mental health thing. No, it's not a mental health thing. I think shit like twisties that's a physical health thing. Because it's like, if she, let's say, she goes out there, she falls, she doesn't land correctly, she fucks her body up. Alright, let's just say she lands on a fucking neck. Now she's paralyzed forever. Like, was it worth it? Was it fucking worth it? No, it wasn't fucking worth it at all is it's like, when you, especially in the Olympics, too, because now you have to take, like, a, a fucking, like, 12, 12-hour, 12 maybe longer, 10-plus-hour trip back to America, and then you gotta get fucking, now you're to tired of shit, then you gotta, you gotta go through all that shit, like, jet lag, and you gotta do all, all that shit just to fucking, because of an injury. is it fucking worth it, I, hell, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she retires, but... I think it was good that she pulled out. But the examples that everyone kept using in the comment section was like, imagine if Tom Brady fucking pulled out of the fucking Super Bowl because he just wasn't feeling it. It it's like, if that's what you think this shit is, once again, it's like, you're missing a point. But I hate the people that's trying to glorify it and say it's mental health. I don't think it's mental. That's kind of a, it's like, it's not an injury, but it's kind of an injury, in a way. She's not physically hurt. What if she went out there and did that? It's kind of like ah yeah I kind of get it, you know what I mean? It's like I don't want to say it's like it's like being sick, because that's your yeah it is actually because your body's fucking it's like it's gonna like have the flu or her saying she had COVID nineteen or some shit. It's like yeah it's kind but it's kind of a legitimate reason and excuses that everyone kept using was like oh what if Jordan sat out? I uh, think the Jazz game I think it was Game Seven. Uh, game Or LeBron Side of Game 7 Or a Brave uh, said, Oh I wasn't feeling it Because I had a headache For the fucking uh Super Bowl Fucking everyone But you, you know the thing But here's what's weird about Those, those people you brought up LeBron Tom Brady And, and uh, Jordan here's, here's what's funny And fucked up about it Is that The American public Does not give a fuck About Gymnastics like if you, because keep in mind, sports is m- mostly male dominated. Males will probably the males that even dare males that probably watch gymnastics or either a really into shit or b weirdos that look at, look that look at gymnastics how they look at women's volleyball. They're not looking to actually watch that shit. They're looking just to look at the females. That's all the fuck they're there for. So, really, once again. Is it really worth it? Was it really worth her going out there and fucking herself up? No, it's not. And I'm kind of happy that that she's not pressured to do this shit. Now, like, let's say I was like, this was her first or this was her like, she, first or some shit, right? Her first Olympic gold medal. Then I can understand why she would go out there with the twisties. Because she's getting an opportunity to win something that... Not a lot... Of, not a lot of athletes have. Right? A gold medal. But even then... It, like, that's that's the only reason why I can understand why she would do it. Outside of that, I, I wouldn't understand why the fuck she would risk that shit at all. And I'm glad she didn't fucking do it either. That's the one thing that... That's the one thing, like, people like... Uh, Kyrie and Simons, I applaud. I applaud them not fucking... That's why I applaud athletes like them. That's why I applaud. That's why I applaud them. Players like Kyrie, Simon, Biles, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. That's why I applaud them like that because the reasons why they're doing it. The reason why I understand. Sometimes I understand why they're doing it. Like I get why uh, Kyrie's doing the whole media blackout. You know. He was forced to talk to the media by NBA, which is, you know, media got to do their job. Because at the end of the day, they have a job too. And if they're not getting reports like that, then they're just going to start blankly lying about him. I think athletes hate people like ESPN and shit that fake news or start saying shitty art. Like, we call these guys analysts, but when you really think about it, they're no better than the person on Twitter that's like saying dumb shit. About, uh, or having a quote-unquote hot take. You know? I think that's who they really hate when it comes to mental health. Even Naomi, it's like, it's like, all right, look, I did my sport, I played, I did my job, I played tennis, I'm going to fuck home. I, I, I was like, when Naomi, the tennis star, said that shit, I was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> I'm waiting for athletes to say some shit like that. <laughs> that was new to me, it's like, <laughs> she said, I'm playing, I'm doing my job, I'm going to fuck home. I'm not here for the media, I'm not here to have conversations, fuck everyone here, I'm going through shit at home, I'm going through shit, I don't need this shit, I'm going home. That was, that was some brand new shit. My only argument that I have with some of people is that, I just hope this doesn't turn into, like, an excuse, you know, like, I, I don't want this whole mental health shit to turn into excuse for everyone. Because some days, people are not feeling it. And I think some people take sports way too fucking seriously. Like, because at the end of the day, if you was to break their job down, them doing the sport and it being on camera for people to watch, that's all that matters. I really don't see the point of press conferences. I don't really see the fucking point of the um, reporters asking the dumbest fucking questions. Especially the NBA. Like when reporter dumbest question videos on YouTube are getting upwards to, like, 30-40 minutes, we kind of have a bit of an issue. Because to me, it's like, are you guys even watching the shit that they're fucking saying? Or, like, let's just take off fucking sports for example. Like, sports, or, like, journalism entirely, especially in the auto industry, it's like, every car that comes out, they say it's fucking good. But, like, in reality, not every car is fucking good. Some can have def-, def defects and shit. And like, I'm not gonna say this is this is true, but like, there is kind. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a rumor when it comes to auto and uh, auto journalism. But can we say some of those ju- those uh, articles was written about a fucking car or? uh, like, a bunch of, about cars coming out, can we say those are pre-written, and, like, handed by the company for them to say, say, say shit about the fucking, uh, car itself, can we, can we not say that, can we also, like, can we not say that's how that shit sometimes really goes down, because to me, that's, uh, that's like, when you really read them, that's what it is, it's like, cause you're going to tell me every Tesla's is good. You're going to be telling me every Acura is good, or every Honda, every Honda that they uh release, it's good. Every Camaro, every Mustang, like even the Mustang, for example. Ford went electric. People are losing their shit over the Mustang, or the Mach-E, what the fuck you want to call it. They are losing their shit. But not what people don't understand is that like, the the Mustang has been a platform for a bunch of fucking vehicles already. Like, go back in history and just look at look at whatever was a, I want to say mid-tier mid size Dan. Let's go with that. I don't, I don't know, let's go with that. Just like, if you look at every Mustang, right? Look at a car that was probably released really either. Look at a car that Mustang typically doesn't give a fuck about. ...and tell me it doesn't look... ...not... ...doesn't look like the same... ...as far as like... ...what what I'm trying to say is like... ...alright... ...look at... ...look at Mustang's... ...uh... ...fleet of vehicles, right? Let's take the Mustang. What vehicle... ...typically... ...because... ...the Mustang always shares... ...the same frame... ...with another fucking car. That's why every generation... ...looks different. Not... ...and I mean by the frame... ...I'm not talking about the... ...body panels... And the doors and all that shit. I'm not talking about the overall look. I'm talking about the axles, wheel, like what the frame of the car it's the frame of itself. What the fuck? It always shares the same with another fucking vehicle. I think the '60s Mustang was based off I think, the, like the Galaxy, 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 something like that. it's Like 500. It was like a mid, it was a, a mid-sized sedan for Ford back in the '60s, before like the um, '65 Mustang and shit came out. I think, um, I don't know what the f- uh, fox body was based, uh, the fox body was based on. And you know, that's not, it's like, I think third or fourth generation. But, like, it, for, even that shit, it's like, it's always based on the same thing. That's how most shit is nowadays. I just don't have to think about It's copy and paste. But back to the whole mental health shit. And that's the whole tangent I didn't mean to go, go on. But it's like, I'm kind of respecting the whole mental health tangent, but at the same time, I'm kind of fucking confused on how some of the shit that people like, I just don't want this shit in turn into a fucking excuse. Because I kid, athletes don't like media, what's the fucking And that's fine. I don't think a lot of industries like media. Hell, I know for, for a fact gaming, the gaming industry doesn't like media at all. Like, the only industry I think that even gives a flying fuck about media is, like, the sex industry. Because it, it benefits them. It doesn't really... It benefits them. Especially for, like, social justice warriors and shit. But outside of this shit, every industry really hates media. All of them. And, um... I respect people who are doing the things they want to do because of they actually care about them being... not going insane and shit. You know? Because if, if shit, like... Because at the end of the day, they have a job. And yes, at the end of the day, media has a job too, but if until media gets their shit together... That's when people really care about media, but everyone really hates media in this country. Thank you for fucking listening. I'm going to end this shit now. Because I think I've am been talking for an hour and ten fucking minutes. <laughs> about three topics that I got off the top of my fucking head. I want to change this about other shit that I probably shouldn't have. Thank you for listening.